When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> if I could ask one thing of you, and I ask yeah. so humbly. Yeah, you ask more than one thing all the time. But go ahead. Can you do me one favor with the ketchup, with what? the leaving out of the ketchup what? on the counter? What? You leave, I just told you, you leave the ketchup on the it's, counter. It's not going far. It's just, not going far. It's it going to be out again. It's going to be out again. Can you just put it back yourself? Most times I do. No. <laughs> Most times I do. No, babe, you put ketchup on everything from breakfast, I love lunch, ketchup. and dinner. I love ketchup. Yeah. yeah. Ketchup love loves ketchup. you back. I would have named Shams ketchup. That's how much I love them. I love ketchup. Oh, boy. Dad jokes. Just put the ketchup back. Sure. Welcome, Dirty Squad, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. I'm Mercedes Javid, and my husband is Tommy Fight. We what, are what? hi. We're a married couple, and we love our corny intro, right, Tommy? You love our corny intro? Yeah, I love our corny intro. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about probably the hardest thing. I mean, I for me, um, since having a near-death experience, really didn't touch me that that much. Right, Tom? Yeah. We're going to go over a lot of things that have been long awaited. Yeah. Um, things that are going to heal us today. You know, I just want to preface this is um, a super sensitive episode, but the path is to um, land in the best spot for our future. Okay, Tommy? Yeah. I'm looking right at you. Yeah. I love you. I love you more. So... There is just one thing before we get into it today, right, Tommy? We have um, a little update. So I never realized this, but my mom, who is a staple in our lives and never goes anywhere, has planned a little getaway. Yes. But she always. That happens to be booked at the exact same time that we were going to go to Fire Island, which has now got to be postponed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when we found out the news that my mom and our Fire Island trip coincided. Yeah. No, we just assumed that Darth Vader would watch the dog we and always be home. Yeah, just be home. Because she's but, always home. And we, she loves to go on her trip. And with COVID, this is the first time she's going to be able to get to go anywhere. So we should have actually, it's our fault. We should have checked in with her but, just to find out what those days were. Because she doesn't, and tell her about, what did you ask her about Shams? Because her, her trip's coming up pretty soon and she, you haven't seen her yet. And oh, she's, this <laughs> is funny. So the, the thing I wanted to say is like, I love about my mom that she's so reliable and solid that we assumed that she was going to be there yes. instead. And then I love the part when you were like, oh, it's not going to be your mom. Then I was like, well, then who is my plan B? Oh, I, I, she, I was just throwing out suggestions and she was coming up with some craziest reasons as to why they wouldn't be good enough. But listen, after well, Julio we... was taken by the Coyotes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, after Julio. No, 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 no. She Don't just doesn't, say it. She Don't just say doesn't it. trust no. anybody but Vita. She well, doesn't. So. You, you have to know, you guys, the neighborhood that we live in specifically is a yeah, but coyote den. It's not everywhere. There's, there's no coyotes in Hollywood, but you won't give it to anybody. You don't give it to anybody. So I wanted as to. She said, as she said so brilliantly, Toya is not a goldfish. No, no, exactly. But you know what? I love Toya so much that I wouldn't be well. Yes. I can't go. I no, can't I leave her. I and I asked you if we can take Toya, but no. we're flying coach. Yeah. So like, can we really 
comfort class. No. Can you guys she's listening? She's not a service animal, although you could kind of. No, she could have come with us. Uh, I don't. She, she can't sit with you. She would have to sit below. Whatever. For anybody who knows what it's like in the row behind Mint, those are the seats that we have. Okay. So, so you're looking up at the bed, at the bed of seats. Looking up at them. <laughs> longing. Longing and wishing. Oh, I've been up there the before. Curtain. I've oh, oh they, they've been up there before. They closed the curtain. Have you seen uh, the astounding number of turbulence videos on TikTok lately? No, I haven't. Oof, I'm trying try not to watch those. So we can take Toya with us, but I think that's way too much pressure. Yes. Um, Shams is gonna be a lunatic. You're probably just going to ignore both of them on said hypothetical trip that is no longer going to happen until maybe late August. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, or closer to Labor Day. So if anybody out there got the tickets, we apologize. I've already spoken with the hotel. They'll definitely make it real easy for you to get your refunds. Uh, if you have any problems, let me know. I'll call, I'll speak to them directly. And, and again, it's just it'll be pushed back to later in the summer, maybe like maybe around Labor Day. But well, yeah, it has sorry. to be. Toya, to, if we we're got, going to Fire v- Island. Vita has to be home. She's got to be in a position to take Toya. Oh, and for the record, I was going to have her stay with, I was going to have Toya stay with Allegra because I thought she's the closest person. That's Sammy's girlfriend. Yeah, Sammy. But Bambi is an outdoor, an outdoor indoor dog. You just didn't feel confident enough. But I just want to say there's no way in hell I'm ever leaving. I don't even trust her alone with you. Yeah, no, I know. I take her, if even if we are in town, I take her with me because Tommy is not to be trusted. Like I said, you watched Julio be dragged away by a coyote. Why so don't you that, shut the fuck up? That has, to, that has to leave a lasting impression. It has to put the fear of God in you to have a, you know, kind of imagine that happening again. So I, I totally understand and I, I respect the fact that... I hope I get killed in f- by a coyote in front of you. A coyote can't take you down, kid. <laughs> My feet? No, no. That too. <laughs> That too. They if I go stand feet a first? Absolutely. Chew on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd break all his teeth. <laughs> so, so today I was I was going through all of the decluttering that I've been doing every day, Ooh. and I found coupons from you. Really? Yes. You, oh, okay. You owe me coupons. That I mean, you've already given them to me. I can redeem them anytime I want. Yes. And one of them was a foot rub. Oh, man. It was a pre-perforated <laughs> card. It was built into the card. Oh, the, man. the writer didn't know. Yeah, he definitely didn't know, bro. He didn't know your I should have cut that me. card out. That's kind of craziness. But, hey, it's in my possession now. Wow. The possession is nine-tenths of the law. There you go. I'm going to have to have Shams rip that up or something. I'll make him do it. I put on a what high What did you shelf. say about your toe the other day? He was terrified by your toe. Oh, no. One yeah. of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always one of them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You're so cruel. <sighs> Look, I can spend your money on pedicures. Yeah, man. Uh, they won't take my money. They, they want, like, you know, Bitcoin. <laughs> What the you want fuck? that shit? It's got to be done on the Silk Road, bro. You know what I'm saying? What is that <laughs> reference, Silk Road? The Silk Road. That's where you like, you know, where you get illegal shit. Like you buy firearms, nuke weapons, the the pedophilia stuff, the dark web. Yes. Silk Road. Yeah, I hear you. I'm just saying. That's Why would have such a beautiful name about such a dark thing? I don't know, man. I don't you know. don't? I don't you would know. know. You're the type of guy that knows the history. I don't know why they named it what they named it. I don't. But I know mm-hmm. the guy got in a lot of trouble. I think he's doing like 50 years in jail. The guy that created the Silk Road. Hmm. It's like Craigslist for, you know, criminals. Demons. Yeah. Demon seed. Yeah, absolutely. People who should have their balls just yanked off the hairs one by one. Yeah, or people that would give you pedicures. (laughs) 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 Truly, truly, truly insane. The truly, truly, truly insane. (laughs) Yes. They sound like a horse. (laughs) That's more like a horse. All right. Yeah, moving on. So let's... Oh, go ahead. So I wanted to... uh, The other... Day. The other day we went out. I'm not going to mention who it was. You guys probably know him. He's one of those... It's a he, and he's one of those people in that Before I forget, I'm so sorry. If you guys... When you're writing in your Q&A, remember to tell us if you want us to be a non or not. Thank you. Yeah. I um, have no further questions. That's not a question. Announcements. Yeah. Okay. But we went out. So... Me and you? Yeah, we were at a shindig, and I, I got some, I got the ear of somebody. Let, let me just tell you this. For people that know about Patreon, I always thought, to me, Patreon seemed like it was begging. You know, that, yeah, it was like a tin cup. 
And I was no. talking to this person at at the shindig. Yeah, no. And he schooled me, man. He schooled me. Listen, he schooled me on, you know, the, the positive aspects of Patreon and that, you know, you could deal directly with your followers and whatnot, and you could give them and cre create the content. Well, he made, he sold me on why it was a valuable thing. Let's just put it that way. Before that, I thought, like I said, it was you begging your fans for money. He's yeah. like, no, it's not. If you're doing it the right way and you're providing them content, you're providing things that they like, then it's a service that they like. Same as, you know, a plumber or, uh, you know, your mechanic or anything like that. Well, so, Heather I, I, McDonald, every single person I know who's been killing it in the game since day one mm -hmm. and i mention her because she's been at it for so long mm -hmm. all her best stuff is on patreon and yeah. anyone who's dedicated to what they do they put that stuff on patreon because it's really a way for you to know who your fans are you communicate with them way differently than you do this is like FM yeah, you know it wasn't, and, and like I said, he schooled me. He's saying all the same things that you're basically saying to Who me. Who was now. it? I'm going to leave him out of it. Let's just put it that Do way. Do I know? Yeah, yeah. He was at the shindig, you know, but... Well, I don't know which way. We've been to a lot of places, so... Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. Well, I love... He opened my eyes. Let's just put it that way. So, so I think going forward, we're going to definitely do a Patreon, but I want to leave it to the to you guys. You tell us what content you want on our patreon what what are you looking for what are we not you're not getting through the podcast through the youtube through our social I think bonus what episodes you, whatever Let, let's put you know I, I, we'll leave it to them and i've read a lot of people that wish that we didn't just have once a week episodes okay, okay. So, so we'll see though it's it's having more listen, content we'll try to you know obviously we can't do a one-off if everybody has a suggestion we can't just listen to one person individually i'm looking collectively you know if i think they're gonna say that for your patreon for me to put like a little makeup on and a little more effort into my life they're all like vita you think yeah. they're all like vita yeah vita's gonna be your patron one of your patrons she's uh, not gonna give you a dollar she's yeah. not gonna give you a nickel unless you're doing some blush oh by the way the last time that we went to the party the one that she said next time look good last year you didn't yeah, look good okay so i was talking to her today and she was like tommy lost weight and i was like yeah he said he's the lowest he's been in like pre-covid pre-covid yeah, and then he goes, Tommy is only one who lost weight, losing weight. And I go, no, mom, I'm also losing weight. And she goes, oh. I go, yeah, I'm skinny. And she goes, oh, no, you didn't look as skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I go, why? When did you see me? I forgot. She's like, oh, I'm a soil house. And I was like, ah. That was just what I was wearing. I was wearing a dress and it didn't have a snap. Like if it to my body. No, you look great. Bro, to she my eats, body. She's like Belushi in Animal House. She got some nerve to tell people that they look fat. It's like crazy, bro. But, yeah, but like the like dress. Like Slimer and Ghostbusters. She pounds it down, bro. You know what I mean? But And I was like explaining to her how I said the dress that I was wearing didn't have like a tight hourglass. It was like a loose I shirt. I like mermaid. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> If the thing like, and I was like, mom, not every outfit is going to be like a body con uh, with like a girdle and like a, you know, a snatched waist look. Like I was just trying to wear something that was comfortable at afternoon heat in the fucking valley summer when I was going to be ready to chase a baby and last six hours. Oh, yeah. And I was like, look, mom, every in, day. You know, 40 some odd years, because we don't know exactly what the day is. She's never really kind of taken it easy on you ever when it comes to your outfit. So I don't know why you would think a Sunday in the middle of the summer in the valley. She was yeah, gonna, because that I was going to be the day. Yeah, because the breakthrough that me and my mom had mm. when we were getting ready and packing and she was like being my critique I was like, look, if you didn't like that dress, don't blame it on my body. And she was like, well, then learn how to shop. And I was like, no, I will wear a dress that maybe it's not going to have like uh, you just have to like go with the flow, mom. Like, just relax on that. And, OK, OK. Oh, all right. You know what I mean? You thought it would last? Didn't stick? No, it was good. I told her today. I told okay. her today. All right. Here's the deal. Having a pleasure practice is good for you. It can improve the quality of your sleep, help you de-stress, relieve pain, and even give you that lit from within glow as you go about your day. But most importantly, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with yourself and learn more about what you like. That's right. It leads to better sex. So check out AIR. 
the suction vibrator from Dame Products. Air is a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. Dame's Air creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris so you can go all the way right away. Not only is it perfect for beginners, it's also waterproof and features five intensities and five vibration patterns so you can explore what works for you. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Tommy and I got the air suction toy and the sex oil, which I love the scent of, and I just feel like the minute that I smell the scent, I know, and so does Tommy, that it's our time. And after the first time we used the sex oil, then we kind of just knew that that was like our little unspoken way of telling each other like, okay, the baby's down. It's time for like mommy and daddy to have a little one-on-one. And the suction toy is really cool because it allows us to stimulate in ways that are just a heightened sense of pleasure. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and use code THEDIRT today for 15% off site-wide. That's code THEDIRT to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. So... Last we had spoke, we had talked about when my wife gave birth and what a fucking nightmare it was for me. Going a little further in it, we're at episode 48. So, you know, if, if we were having this conversation in episode one, I would still seethe in anger when talking about it. So I'm happy that, you know, I know that I won't do that now. But yeah, this is basically, you know, when everything kind of shit the hit the fan with Rezer and my wife and everybody and and everything from my point of view cuz again they didn't tell my side of the story at all on the show that all went that that party that you know that pool scene w- took place on a saturday on the friday i got a phone call from my buddy craig um who's like my you know older brother whatever you want to say he's, he's probably the closest person to me in my life I respect him more than anybody else. You definitely do. Yeah. Um, he's He says, Admire. jump, I'm, jump, I'm asking, I'm saying how high, bro. You know what I mean? It's just. What do you but, want me to get while I'm up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you need me to stay up here? You know what I mean? So he called you and said that. There's a, now, but there's a freaking a frack to that. You know, there was Craig and there was Rob. And Rob is, the you know, a lot like Craig. Rob's not from my neighborhood. He's from a different neighborhood. But, you know, I know him since I'm a kid. He's taught me a lot. And um, he's easily one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And he's had a big impact on my life. But that Friday, Craig called me to tell me that Rob, now Rob's been, He's had a brain tumor for a while, you know, and they've they've given him radiation and it just fries him out. You know, at this point in time, he was blind, like he couldn't come to the wedding because he couldn't get on a plane because his ear starts to ring and he he like his quality of life was just shit. But Craig called to tell me that, you know, the tumor is back. Rob's not going to go through radiation again. He's not doing it. And, you know, he told him that he wants the feeding tube removed. So say goodbye. Come say goodbye if you want to say goodbye. So the way it was presented to me, it sounded like he would be gone in a few days. Well, he he won't. No, he lasted. He was a tough son of a bitch, and he lasted till July. This was all in May. So he lasted a little longer than that. But again, as presented to me, it sounded like I needed to get on the next fucking flight to come see my friend before he died. And excuse me, but if somebody called me and said, hey, it's time to say goodbye, you don't sleep on that. You don't snooze on the opportunity to say goodbye to somebody. That's very fucked up. Especially, Craig, just to put it in perspective... Everything I've just said to you about him, right? I've spoken to him two times on the phone in the last 10 years. Correct. We text. We don't talk on the phone. He hates it. I hate it. He's called me twice. The one time was when he was freaking out about having to give the speech at the bachelor party. (laughs) He 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 couldn't do it. And this time to tell me about Rob. Bachelor party or wedding? I'm sorry, wedding. I apologize. At the wedding. But I just want to harp on the point that 
when somebody calls you and says it's time to say goodbye, you don't go, ah, a couple months longer will be yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the no, type of thing it. that this you live it. with that regret this is it. for the rest of your goodbye. life. Now, again, the next day, this party is happening. We know that the party is happening. She hasn't filmed yet. And just a little background on that, it was me that didn't want to sign. It had nothing to do with money or contracts or anything like that. I did not want to sign. I did not want cameras in the house with the baby when we came home from the hospital. I wasn't comfortable yet. I wasn't comfortable with her as a mother. I wasn't comfortable with me as a dad. I didn't want that to be played out on camera. So once the the dust sort of cleared, a because lot of at people this point, don't. A lot of people don't prioritize real life most people now not being said my wife was totally open to it she was totally open to it that's who she is was, she was totally open with the camera she was ready to have them in the fucking delivery room when yeah. she was having them she was ready she didn't, didn't give care. a shit she did not care that's who she is i was the one that was like this is no way and thank god bro I, if i had cameras going through what i was going through it would have been fucking nuts um what do you mean by nuts I wouldn't have been able to handle it, dude, if I had fucking cameras in my face while I thought that my wife was going to die and I have this baby. Like, it was already just way too extreme for me to begin with. That would have been fucking beyond crazy. For sure. So, yes. So, you know, I was, I don't regret any of that. I don't regret the decisions for that. Uh, you know, big picture, it, you know, f mucked things up as far as the production, show, whatever. But I, I just know that, you know, for my own peace of mind, that was the right thing to do. And I definitely stood by my man. Yes. That was probably the first time in my relationship with you where there was a lot of stuff that you and I went through as a couple where the first time that I was able to step up and show you that you were, that I thought of you and like I prioritized you, I feel like that was the first time that I was like, yeah, we were. A I'm, unit. We left that hospital more of a union than we ever were. When we came out of the hospital with that baby, it was us against the world forever. It's just, it's us. Yeah, but it was also like we've been through a lot too. Yeah, but it was also like I felt like while I was pregnant and having this baby, there were things in my head where I was like, you know, there was this feeling inside of me where I was like, this guy deserves to know this feeling that you have his back. And that you're prioritizing him because the relationship felt a little one-sided where like you had already always been there for me. You had proposed early on. You came to the hospital with me. There was this like, you're about to have this man's baby. And if you don't do it now, I just felt like I was going to hurt you. And it just felt like, of course, like, because I want to say this. There were repercussions to our choices and our decisions and not filming and like having my whole life leading up to having a baby. It was totally natural for me to have the cameras in my vagina, in the OR yes. and all of that. Yes. I didn't even it was like normal. Yes. But I don't have to understand why it wasn't OK for you. And I don't care. I just need to say now, three years later, we're talking about this to each other for the first time. Yeah. And, and of, uh, not the first, but on some subject, yes. This, obviously. for me, to yeah. say that, because I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, like, you know, you point out a couple of important points. You're, like, the cameras, where production was mucked up, where I was okay with it, but I was doing it to support you. Like, I have to, I had to harp on that for a second. So I get the call from my buddy Craig. The next day is the party. We already know that the party's happening. She's coming back to film. Nemo, it's going to be the Nemo first time. Said, Nima said, hey, you need to break the ice. And, you know, tomorrow yes. tomorrow yes. we'll go. Yes. And I'll come with you and we'll go together. And it didn't yeah, turn out anything like we thought it would. Yes. So I'm getting on a plane on Sunday regardless to go see my friend. I can't go on Saturday because Saturday's the party. And I have to stay with Shams. Seven weeks old. Someone has to be with Shams. She goes to said she Seven goes to said baby. party, and then she comes back and she tells me what happened. Now again, I don't know what happened. I only hear what she tells me. I know how my wife is. I know how Persians are when they start yapping at each other. They start to say real fucked up shit. So I didn't know what she said. 
So I didn't lose my shit that night. I mean, I was going to go to his house that night, and I talked to my friend Johnny, who talked me in off the ledge. Then I called... Then I called people behind the scenes. No, Shervin was the next day when I was on the way to his house. Okay. Johnny, I spoke to Johnny. He, call, he, talk, he calmed me down. He said, call, you know, some of the people in, you know, behind the scenes. Tell them that you're not fucking comfortable, that, you know, you're getting a, a little crazy. And just to, so I called, you know, I made a bunch of calls to tell them to put a muzzle on him before, you know, shit got crazy. Well, you and everybody hit under the desk. Nobody took my call. You forgot the whole part about how you texted him. I was Please. in the hospital seven when he, oh, yeah, he gave no. birth. Again, so yeah, if you want to talk, you're right, you're right. So yeah, if you're talking on a on a strikes basis, like when someone gets strikes, the first strike, he called her in the hospital and he started yelling at her. No, well, you reached out to Reza yes, when yes. I was I've intubated. I've already said that. I've oh. already said that. Oh, okay. I've said it on the last podcast. He was one of very, a select few people that was told about the situation that you were in. Very select, and it was very private information on you, and I apologized to you when you woke up because I didn't feel that it was my place to tell as my, the people I told because, again, it was your situation. There, yes. was, there were six people. Three of them were my friends. Three of them were her friends, and none of them were Vita. I only let a f- select people know about who, what went down. Yeah. He was one of them. So he knew, and then he called to yell at her about everything that went down. Now, you got to understand, I don't give a shit about TV stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like, I'm there. It's me, but I'm always going to be me. It doesn't, like, there's no real separation to it because I just am who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking to, you know, drum up shit. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't concerned about any of that. But again, he had already called to kind of yell at her in the hospital. It is what it is. This thing had gone down at the party. I got her version of what happened. You know what I mean? And what was said. So that's two strikes. And then the next day, he posts all the shit that I sent him online to make her look bad. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I called him. And I threatened him. And I told him I was coming for him. Wherever he was, I was going to find him. And he laughed at me. And he hung up the phone. And I was sitting in our kitchen. And within a minute, the old text was gone. There was a new text, so with the same information, same pictures, same fucking shit that was that he did, that was out there before, but now it was and tell your husband not to come threaten me or call and threaten me. Listen, bro, at some point in time, I'm a man, and you can only kick a beehive so many times before you're gonna get stung. And I had to like. I'm not the one. This isn't going to play out over the course of a season where they're going to just kick my wife while she's down after she just had a baby. And also understand something. I personally am an emotional mess right now while all this is going on. Besides the fact that I wished horrible things on my fucking son in the hospital, that I had to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to deal with that. And then... Within a few weeks, I get a letter, you know, it's 30 years this year that my mother's dead. There's no, I haven't had any relationship with my mother, you know, in a long ass time. I get a letter saying that, you know, uh, I'm sorry, there's uh, one of the, someone reached out on Facebook is how I originally went down. I apologize to tell me, hi, Tommy, I'm a big fan. You know, I live in the house that you used to live in. And I got this letter. I'm thinking it's a, like, just hear what I just said to you. You know what I'm saying? A fan reached out to me on fucking social media through DMs telling me that I live in the house you used to live in, and I got a letter to address to you for your mother. What? You know? And it was to give me money for my kid. You know, it was just, it was so fucking nuts. Then fast forward, the guy that I'm, you know, I'm looking at, He's going to be an uncle to my kid. He's got kids. They're going to hang out. You know, they're going to, you know, he's, he's, go say goodbye, bro. You know what I'm saying? And uh, all the while, this is all going crazy over like, not like complete nonsense, bro. If you watch the fucking show, Resident Adam are in a fight every fucking year, dude. Is he or was he or won't they? 
Well, you know, but I get it. That's Rez is trying to drive a ship, bro. He wants to keep the show on television. He's trying to make the good drama. He wants people to be invested. He wants people to be interested. But there's a line in the fucking sand. There is a line in the fucking sand in which you don't cross where it becomes no longer business and very, very personal. And he made it very, very personal. And again, this is to my wife's credit. She snapped right out of it. And she was ready. She was back to it. Like I was the one that went through it. So in his mind, it was like, oh, this bitch is back on her feet right away. It wasn't even that big a deal. You know what I'm saying? And to her, maybe it wasn't. But to me, it was. If I know you personally, and you could say this is, you could say I'm right. Enough people say I am right. There's also enough people to say that I'm wrong. So I'm not saying one's right or wrong. It's all your opinion. I'm just letting you know how I am as a human. If someone crosses the line with my wife or with my son, and I know you personally, I'm not talking about internet trolls, who I also was dealing with at the time, talking about you had a surrogate and the baby's fake and it's all not real. Tell and I'd see mom. that shit all fucking day long when I'm sitting there. So, like, it was just a whole bunch of shit. But like I said, man, if you cross the line with someone I love and I care about, you know... I'm going to show up at your front door. It's how I am. And uh, then it just became a lot of mudslinging. Yeah. I just want to like say the emotion that I'm sitting across from. It's like even really, really hard for me to like just Yo, like listen, I've come you. a long way that I've even just been able to sit here and talk like that without fucking freaking out and getting real angry or crying or getting fucking super nuts. So yeah. I'm happy for myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. I just, it's hard for me to hear you say the stuff about like not being happy about our son being born because that's like just too, too much for me. Like me too. I can't handle that. Me too. So that's just like my personal boundary that I like can't, I don't, I can't handle that part. But I respect your feelings and like I respect that like you had to like part with one of the most important people in your life many times Jamie yeah Rob, oh listen your mom and, and just to go back to that you know Vito so once he did that right once he changed the text then I went to his house Shervin called me on the way there obviously I knew they weren't home there's no cause in front of their house you could see from three blocks away that there was nobody at their house if they were home, there would have been an altercation, but they weren't. And I, and I, I wasn't going to get in any real trouble unless I got my hands on them. You know what I mean? For just for breaking stuff. And free. So I knew what I broke. I really get us my shit when he tried to make everything worse because he knew it was the more sensational it was, the more drama there would be. But this is my life that we're talking about, you know? So like when you try and, you know, say that there's thousands of dollars in damage, now there's a felony instead of me breaking a few fucking plants. So it's no longer... But it wasn't a felony, right? Yes, I got charged with the felony. But it didn't get... Eventually, eventually, yeah, eventually... Okay. But it was still, you know, and I pleaded guilty to a three a C felony, I believe. I don't, I don't remember. And this had nothing to do with TV for me. You know, what I mean, that video you see is his ring. It's not. There's no. You know, that that's between me and you. It didn't have to be between me, you, and the world. You made it between me, you, and the world. And now, you know, like so. That's the parts that always bothered me. That's what's still why I continue to harbor the resentment and the anger was that this is, it was very personal for me and we keep dragging it out for fucking tabloids. You know what I mean? And it, it just, it was, it, it was never cool to me, dude. It made me feel real uncomfortable and, uh, you know, real angry, real angry. So again, that's my interpretation. That's how I felt everything had went down. Once everything had gone down after the fact, that's all pomp and circumstance. You know what I mean? The the the, the explosion already happened. The house was already burned. You know, anything that happened after the fact really doesn't have anything to do with where the after, core. After the ring footage after, and no, the after charges I went to were his filed. House. Yeah, yeah, after, you know, because again, I was going back to New York regardless. I was going to see my friend. So like I went to his house yeah. and I did what I did basically with the message Shut the fuck up about my wife. You know, you got, I'm, I'm getting on a plane. I'm leaving. I'm not going to be here. Within the last few days, he's called you at the hospital and yelled at you. He yelled at you at the party. Now he's posting shit on the internet. I don't know what the next thing's going to be. There's going to be no next thing. 
I'm nipping that shit in the bud right now. Like I said, I made a few calls. No one picked up their phone. They hit under their desk. So now I took it in my hands, and this shit ain't happening no more. So, like, I had to leave. I, I went from his house home, grabbed my bag, and went to the hospital because I didn't know if, like, I knew he'd call a cop. I'm sure, you know, I wasn't shocked about that. But I didn't know if they were going to come pick me up that night. And again, I was going to New York. There wasn't any way in hell. Like, I just want to make sure I can. So not I, get went the, the, I went to the yeah. I went to the yeah. No, that they were gonna like if I got to New York, that they were gonna arrest me. They think I was trying to run out of town, or whatever. My in the big in the big scheme of it, it was, this was all a joke. Like it was nothing. You know, the, I I never even got arrested. Arrested. I went and turned myself in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I did the time in jail because I took the time in jail. I'd rather do three days in county than, you know, three, 30 days picking up garbage. No, you thought it was going to be like 24 hours in county yes. or like book in, book out. Yes, yes. But I, I was in there longer than supposed to. Whatever, man. Like I said, that's, uh, you know, that's here nor there. Well, look, every time you've wanted to tell me that, you, what did you, this is episode 48. And yes. there's 52 weeks in a year. I thought that so I was every, trying to hold it. I was trying to stall it out. I got to admit, because I thought that I wasn't going to be able to get to a point to have the conversation without still sounding like a raven lunatic. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm all right now. It still gets me heated. I'm not going to lie. It still gets me, you know, it gets my blood going. But at the end of the day, it's also, it, it is what it is, dude. You can't change the past. There's a lot of other things that, that I'd like to change before this ever even comes into the equation. That if I could change the past, I change. You know what I mean? So I've already learned my lesson that the past can't be changed and you got to deal with it. But like, what would you like to change? You know, I've had, I'd love to spend some more time with my mother. I'd love to tell Jamie the way I felt about them. I'd love to, there's plenty of people that have come in and out of my life. There's decisions I've made, bad or good, that, you know, obviously if I could change some things, I would. But I'm here today with you. So. I have you and I have my kid. I'm good. You know, any of those decisions that I've made have led me here. So I got to take the good with the bad. We're 48 episodes in. Yes. That's almost a year, 52 weeks in a year. Thank you. And I told you, we fought about this. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. I want to bury this. I wanted us to move forward and heal. And this turned out like on this side of it, a lot like, I understand why you want to talk about it. It sounded a lot better than I anticipated. Well, again, you know, it's a lot of time. Time heals a lot, like they say. And, uh, you know, it probably wouldn't have sounded like this six months ago. It definitely wouldn't have sounded like this a year ago. Everyone involved, even peripherally, have been this whole fallout. It was hard. Hard for you, me, Reza, Adam, Shams, my dad, who's not even alive anymore, our, my mom, Reza's mom. I mean, like there was a huge ripple effect and it's sad when people hurt each other, I, barring fault, barring, you know, good intentions, bad intentions, ignorance, you know, all of the things that um, that people that are close afflict upon each other. But this is kind of like the perfect segue because I see what our Q&A questions are. And obviously you're keeping the, the questions in line with today's topic. Well, because again, it's been the same three questions that we've been asked for, you know, over a year that we've been evasive and we never answered and we kind of just, you know, ignore. Well, the three questions today that we're going to cover in the Q&A Tommy never wanted to acknowledge. Well, I guarantee you every one of the people listening knows what the three questions are without having to think about them. Well, the three questions that we've been asked before that we're answering today, Tommy didn't want to answer because he didn't want to First off, I don't want mention them, Reza's name and bring up any old stuff. And I'm happy about that because I want things with Reza and... Tommy, I want to see things get smoothed over. So. And, this, and no offense to anybody, but this podcast is about my wife and I. It's about our relationship. You know what I mean? I don't want to go kicking down that door. I don't want to, you know, it's not what I'm looking to do or look to talk about, but I'm also not an idiot. And I realize that, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Uh, so the first question would be, is the restraining order still in place? So we're just not saying who it's from because at least the, yeah, a lot I've of you guys have asked. You know, one time if I've gotten asked it a hundred, so it's it is what it is. So I'm happy to announce that Tommy and Reza had a great day in court. 
where the restraining order was it's not get, absolved. Let's not get carried away. You never have a great day in court. Okay. Tommy and Reza no was res- absolved, yes. disillusioned or whatever. Yes. I was there. It was really funny because when we stepped outside of the courtroom to wait for the paperwork, Reza and the lawyer representing Rez is a guy that we went to high school with. And he was like, did you notice that the judge asked Tommy, did anyone put you under duress to show up today and ask you to drop the restraining order? And Tommy looked at the judge and was like, uh, I'm not the one who filed it. It's the, he filed it. And the judge was like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me just say to Reza, are you here on your own free will or under duress? And so we're standing outside the courtroom and this is like the big icebreaker. And Reza says, you know, thank you for being here today. And Tommy and Reza extended their hands, shook hands, and they had a moment. I mean, this is their face-to-face there was laughter immediately because of the judge's like misstep or whatever mistake. And we just kind of like broke the ice. It was the, obviously their first time seeing each other in three years. And, you know, it's just a very, it was a, it was a good day. It was a good, it was a day, a positive day in the right direction. And my takeaway was that I hope that, you know, there was a, a little bit of levity that came with that. Listen, it was stupid. The whole idea of the restraining order was stupid. It was just dumb, you know, but whatever, man, like I said. So you're it, saying that you felt good about it too, being dropped? No, I I felt like it was a waste of time to have to go through all of it. But whatever, like I said, I'm happy that it's over. Uh, as far as the restraining order is concerned, you know, it will make it also a lot easier to get off the probation quicker. Uh, the second answer or question, I should say, How are you and Reza today? I think you can answer that for yourself as far as you and him, and then I'll answer for me and him. But you can answer for yourself because I think they want to know how you and Reza are too. I'm happy with where I am with Reza. Like, I think it's great to be putting the past in the past. People make mistakes. I don't want this episode to get back to him and hurt him. I don't want it to upset him. If he's listening, you yeah, know. Yeah, I listen. I just feel that I, we've been honest. I, I, I've not, I just, there's been no name calling. There's no, no, this is just, and again, I'm sure he has different views as to what went down. This is what, in my opinion, it's just your how feelings. it all played out. It's, listen, it's your feelings. There's no way that someone could be mad at your feelings. You had an experience. It has to do with Rob. It has to do with the birth of your son. 100%. The only time I'm going to be pregnant. A time where we were eclipsed by having a regular life because there was also cameras. The kid came month early. The show was started. I mean, there was more variables in the world. And you're talking about it because this podcast is a retracing of our steps. Um, I think that Reza and I are in a good place and I would like it to right. stay that way. Good. What I mean, about as far you? as he and I are concerned, he will probably never be friends, but that's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? She's, She's got other friends that I'm not real fond of either. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that, like, we're going to be in a war. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is. I got, I'm a particular person. If I like you, I'll fuck with you. If I don't, I won't. But it doesn't mean that we can't be in the same room together. It doesn't mean that we can't be civil or whatever. I'm not her boss. I've never been. I've never told her who she can't hang out with or what she could do. She's going to make her own decisions. She's going to do what she's going to do. All I care about is that he respects her and he doesn't talk crazy about her or he doesn't push any envelopes. And I don't think he would ever again. So if that's where we're at, then we're good. But, you know, the good thing is that you did pick up Shams the other day, which is a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, as far as Shams go, because that's the third question, has Reza met Shams? Yes, he has met Shams. But for me, it was never... He was never going to meet my kid on TV, and that was going to be like his moment. It just was never going to fucking happen. It's my son. He didn't want it that way either. I'm not saying that he did or he didn't. I'm saying that just was never going to be the way shit went down. You know, like you'd hear people talking about that he has to meet jams, and he like, that shit would infuriate me. Because it's like, this is my kid, man. You know what I mean? Trust me. When, they, when he's sick or he doesn't feel well, or when someone, he comes looking for me, dude. You know what I mean? That's who he's going to be looking for. And that's who I'll always hope that he comes looking for. So I don't need other people telling me that, you know, he needs this in his life. That was just never going to happen. I was never going to exploit my son for that. 
But, you know, now that, that that's one of the blessings, I guess you could say, you have to look at the bright side of things. It's one of the good thoughts of that of Shaz not coming back or continuing is that I don't have to worry about that. And I don't, I'm not going to ride my son of, you know, positive experiences. Gigi was having her son's birthday party. There was going to be a petting zoo. There was going to be a lot of cool shit that I know my son loves. So go. Go. The petting zoo was the previous year. Whatever it was. I'm just saying, whatever it was at his birthday party. It was a Jurassic theme party. Yeah. But and also the restraining order was going was was going away too. I was never gonna allow my son to hang out with someone that I'm not allowed to be legally around because God forbid something happened to either one of them. I can't come. You know what I mean? Like that, like that just was not gonna happen either. But again, we're at a place now. So has Reza met Shams? Yes. Reza's met Shams? Yes. Where were we? At Gigi's son's birthday party yes we were leaving sheena's party for summer and we were planning to go home you were gonna drop me off at golnessa's party for elijah yes you were like all right how are we gonna do this and i was like just drop me off no you were like how are we gonna do this and i was like just take the kid just go i was yeah. you know I was tired of even dealing with it. And it was great. Yeah, It was a very thank you for letting that go down. Technically, it was before the court date restraining order was released, which was like a big step for you. And I realized that. And we all appreciated it. And look, you're a stubborn kid. You're a stubborn kid. And I can't let you dim my light while you're being passionate about your light. I've never told you who you could be with, who you could hang out with, or what you could do. With our son, that's different. That's our kid. It's not yours. It's okay. ours. And I'm saying that even though you, stubborn man that you are, say, you yes. know, he's your lifelong friend. He's not my lifelong friend. It's like, yeah, okay. Those being true, I hope that you still feel a measurable, noticeable feeling of levity in your heart and i hope that you are open to the possibility that inside of yourself somewhere that you are glad that the restraining order was dropped i hope you feel glad that there's little layers of positivity being added on top of these three years of strife and shittiness because like before all this went down your eyes looked different. I hear you. Your eyes looked different because of the stress that you were going through, trauma. This whole thing for you was PTSD. I know. Big time. I'm clinically diagnosed. I know. I'm aware. And, I went through a bunch of therapy for it. I'm aware. Okay. And like, I'm saying like, you don't go to therapy right now. You were in anger management. But I went beyond that too. A little bit beyond that, but you haven't been after that. Yeah. So it's really easy for you to bottle up your emotions just like me. I'm, I'm the same for sure. No, I listen, I, I, I know I've come a long way. I know, I know I've you've come, come a, a long way, way but and I'm real you proud can, of myself. When you're happy, when you walk into the room out of your office and I see your face, everything that you, when you're stressed out, you carry it in your face. Yeah. When you stressed out, your eyes don't look the same. And when you're happy. Yeah, I am happy. I'm happy. Your eyes look healthy. I'm happy with where I am today. I'm happy, you know. And yeah, look, all I'm saying is just I hope that in there somewhere deep down inside when you're saying like, oh, we might not be friends again, like let's just stay open to it, you know? Just stay open to the future and just stay open to peace. Again, I'm happy with how far I've come. Yeah, me too. I'm happy with how far I've come. And let's just leave it at that as opposed to keep rock kicking, a, you know, uh, he's your friend. He's going to be your friend for, you know, that's just how you guys roll. I don't roll like that. That's not how I roll. I'm different. Again, you know, I, I have no ill will. You want to say that he's forgiven? Sure, he's forgiven. But I'm doing the forgiven for me and nobody else. It's about me. It's not about him. It's not about you. Good. It's about me. Good. So again, I, you know, but it doesn't mean that we need to be friends. It's not how, it's not how I roll. It's just yeah, not me. But and as my wife, you should be the first one to say, I really respect how far you've come. And I really the appreciate. The first thing I said was yeah. I was worried about this episode and now we're here and I heard you out and I wanted to say it went really well for me, a lot better than I thought. I respect your feelings. I respect your trauma. I respect how much loss you've had in your life. And I want you to know that I notice when you're not happy. 
happy. And I want the world to know, including Reza and anybody else that's listening, that I know that you've been through hell and I just don't want you to feel like you're alone in that. And if you, and if someone said to me, I could see it in your eyes, like you can tell when I'm unhappy, you know, right away when I'm unhappy. And that's like an indicator of how much you love me is how much you care. And I'm just trying to show you that I noticed that too. So then don't keep pushing. I'm not pushing you. I'm trying to open your healthy, your, you're making positive steps that are going to make you healthier. Yeah. And I just led you to say to me, you didn't forgive him for anybody other than for yourself. Yeah. I'm hearing you say that for the first time and I'm happy to hear it. And I'm glad you're saying it out loud because words have a positive weight and a positive I'm impact. I'm aware. That's it. Yeah. Well, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, listen, it was, a, like I said, it was a long time coming. I hope it you is what it is. I'm happy that we were able to talk about it. Got it out of your system and everything. We get it out. I want to shout out Peak 7 Vodka. Guys, make sure if you're in the New York area, in this New York State, Long Island? New York, Long Island, New York City, the five boroughs. If you're out at a restaurant, ask if, for Peak Vodka. Peak 7. Absolutely. Yeah. If they don't have it, you got to get them to get it. So you got to keep asking for it. So if you're out, ask them for it. And uh, you never know. You might be in a restaurant that has it. So, Which would be very exciting. Well, especially we, the island. We've been dominating on the island. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it's hard. So we're getting bigger and better every day. That's very true. Yes. So you guys, the fan of the week is E Sully 3 from TikTok. We just wanted to shout you out. You sent us a DM and you said it's your birthday. So I guess this is Gemini season. You crazy, unpredictable, labyrinth sign in the Zodiac <laughs> is the Gemini. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, same way you DM'd us, DM us again and I'll uh, with your send address, you a I'll send you a shirt. All right, guys. Well, I, I have no further questions. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this extremely difficult episode of Till the Dirt. I didn't think it was and that difficult. Reza, I hope that we're still friends when you hear this. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.